Praise the Lord. We welcome you all to our live broadcast today. October 16, 2022. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we have come again before your throne of mercy that you may speak to us. Touch us, Lord, through your word. Help us, Lord, to be doers and not bystanders. Help us to contend for the gospel of Christ, wherever we are. Help us to be serious in this season of anomie. Lead us away from every temptation, my Father, my God. Open our eyes to this series, understanding who our enemies are, in order that we can help preach the gospel to so many in bondage. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon all who are hearing and who we hear or watch or listen in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise and honor of dear Father in heaven. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. The instrumental is taken from our brother Caleb Brass here on YouTube. Blessings and honor to God for this young brother in Jesus' name. The battle for the souls of humans. It's a spiritual warfare series, but actually the, it's the battle for the source of humans. If you have to go into that battle, you have to be prepared. You can't just battle like that. The outline for this series. The first week we spoke on most believers don't know who they are. Then the second week we spoke on the kingdom of darkness is well organized. Last Sunday we spoke that evil spirits are humanity's real enemies, not human beings. Today, we're going to speak, only you can beat yourself in this fight. Which means only I can beat myself to this fight. You must repeat that to yourself wherever you are. Only you can beat yourself in this fight. Next Sunday, by God's grace, unless we make some changes, we'll see how the kingdom of God on earth, that's those who are believed should be fighting the kingdom of darkness. You can't do that except you are well prepared, which is what we are talking about today. If you don't beat yourself, that means you are the fight and then you can contend next Sunday. And we'll continue as you see on the board. We may make adjustments. Today's topic, only you can beat yourself in this fight. The outline, you have everything to come out ahead of this fight. I have everything to come out ahead of this fight. Two, characteristics of those who will lose the fight. Slash, they fail to study the Bible. They fail to study the word of God. Three, characteristics of those who will lose the fight. That those who welcome every wind of doctrine. For who are the victorious ones? Those who will come out ahead. And the song you started hearing at the beginning, Lead Me to the Cross. It's always at the cross where salvation is. You are called there, you remain there, you continue there till the day you meet him in eternity. It's not accidental, the Lord Jesus said. Want to follow me, take up your cross and follow me. 
You have everything to come out ahead of this fight, number one. Scripture, please. I read from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 12 to 18. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Praise the Lord for His word to us. I encourage you all to go back to Ephesians chapter 6 and read the whole Ephesians chapter 6, but especially the verses we have just read. We are not going to explicate on them, but they should be there primary verses for traditional series. Children of God have everything to come out ahead of the battles with spiritual forces. Only they can beat themselves. Not the enemy. The enemy cannot beat you. Why? Because the battles we're engaging has already been won by our Lord and Savior. That's why. There is no standing on the sidelines in this battle. Many believers think they can stay on the sidelines and let others do the fight. No, you lose. Provided we walk in obedience to our Lord and Savior, we will definitely make it to the end because the battle has already been won. Scripture, please. I read from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit indwells you and I for children of God. So how is it possible that you can lose this battle? When you have God, when you have the Holy Spirit indwelling you. Only if you give room. And the Holy Spirit lives from you. That's when the enemy can come and make a mess of your life or my life. That's verse 19 we read. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. You see, at the cross, you gave your life to Christ. So your life is no longer your own. The problem is many of us, after giving our lives to Christ, take back our lives. And so the enemy can fight. Only those who have the indwelling Holy Spirit in them can fight this battle and make it to the end. Note that. It is impossible for spiritual forces, no matter the number, no matter the weapons they deploy, 
can defeat a child of God indwelled by the Holy Spirit. I said the whole of Satan and all his kingdom of darkness, even if they are against you, an individual, because you have indwelling Holy Spirit, they cannot win. You move ahead. Praise the Lord. Amen. Scripture, please. 1 John chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Those people belong to this world, so they speak from the world's viewpoint. And the world listens to them. Praise the Lord, that is the problem. You belong to God according to this scripture, if you are a child of God. I belong to God according to this scripture. And he said, we've already won the victory over the evil forces. We have, according to the verse we just read. We have won the victory already because we didn't fight the battle. It's been fought for us. And because the Holy Spirit living in you and I is greater than everything, both the dark forces and the whole world. The problem is we don't understand that the world, which can be your parents, families, unbelieving, so long as unbelievers, they are with the enemy to pull you down, one way or the other. That's the problem. These people belong to this world. Those who they speak are according to the world. Their viewpoint will be according to the world, even when they show loving concern. If only you could just leave that thing you are believing in and follow us the way we are following organized religion. You listen to them and then you fall. But you belong to God. Always remember, say to yourself, I belong to God. And the Spirit of God indwells me. And he that is in me is greater than everything on, in, on this earth. But only catch is, don't listen to the world. Because the world can never speak anything that will advance your progress in this fight. Who we listen to, you and I, is who we believe. We have spoken on this subject a couple of months back. Therefore, anyone who claims to be a believer, not mark my words, but listens to the world has stopped believing. Did you hear what I said? You say you're a believer, but you listen to the world. You're not a believer. Because if the Holy Spirit truly dwells you a believer, you will never listen to the world. Because you understand that the world as is, all, whether political, religious, commercial, everything, is under the influence and control of Satan. And those enemies you'll try to wrestle with. Those who truly believe, listen only to the Holy Spirit. So who you listen to today is who you believe. And who you believe, if you believe the world and you believe Satan and his kingdom, Therefore, you can't be fighting him. Characteristics of those who lose the fight starts with failure to study the scriptures. Scripture, please. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. Praise the Lord. The enemy's first point of attack is to stop you from studying the scriptures. Yet, in the Bible is his word to you and I. Because in the Bible is the food of the Spirit. 
So for your spirit and mind to grow, we must feed from God's word. That's what the scripture is saying. The more you hear the message of God in the scriptures, the more your faith is built up in Christ. The converse is also true. The less you study the Bible, the less you believe, the more you listen to the world. Only by studying the scriptures can your faith be continuously built up. That's what the verse says. Therefore, those believers who don't take Bible studies very seriously invariably lose their faith in God. And evil spirits are always on the prowl. Remember your enemy and my enemy, there are so many. They organize looking for faithless believers. And they will strike. And when they strike, what can you and I do if we are faithless? Scripture, please. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Praise the Lord. A verse of scripture that has been so messed up by wicked men and women of the belly who have used it to talk about things that are not true. It is impossible to please God with your faith. Anyone who wants to come to God must believe that God exists. Where are you going to find it? In your scriptures. And that God rewards those who sincerely seek Him. Not to give you cars and houses and wives and husbands. It's to enable you to walk and fight this fight of faith. Till you meet Him in glory. Praise the Lord. Faith in God grows cold when one stops studying the Bible. There can't be anything else. Because you want to hear from God every moment, every day. Not through any human being, but through what he has already sent to, sent to his prophets. And above all, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Those believers who don't take Bible studies seriously. Who want to hear only from, quote, pastors, geos, prophets. You cannot please God. You lack faith. If you truly believe, you will always want to know what your Heavenly Father is telling you every day. That means going to study the Bible on your own. Praise the Lord. How can God trust someone who after making a confession that Jesus Christ is his Lord turns around to serving other gods? Remember, whatever anyone prefers over God is a God. One day I hope I'll be able to explicate on this. When faith grows cold, a believer begins to put faith in her abilities or his abilities. And to put faith in the world, you have to believe in something and not on God. He or she begins to make decisions without consulting the Holy Spirit, without seeking the mandate of his Lord and Savior. Those whose faith have grown cold no longer remember that at the cross, they gave their lives, including all their abilities to Christ. 
They no longer remember that day when they cried on the cross. Being out of God's will. Because the moment you leave the cross, you're out of God's will. They become cannon fodder for the enemy. They can't win spiritual battles. How can they? They're incompetent. And the end is tragic. Unless they repent and return to God. Let's go to number three. Characteristics of those who lose the fight. These are the ones who welcome every wind of doctrine. Why do you think many of you believe all these are prophets? They prophesy today, tomorrow they prophesy another thing. And you can't even remember that they told lies the last time. I mean, it's so crazy. I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me for that word, but it's just came out like that. It is so sad. That human beings, we believe another human being speaking things that are not substantiated from God's word. It hurts so much. That many are being led to Christless eternity by men and women who claim to be prophets, pastors, Jews. They tell you one thing or the other. And yet, none of them can ever be corroborated because God didn't speak through them. Because they're not children of God. They are children of the devil. Scripture, please. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 14. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Just a moment, please. God gave these gifts to the church. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. The devil also brought his counterfeit apostles. Prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. That is the problem. Because if truly in the church organization you belong, you have troop apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. They are supposed to equip you and I to do the work of ministry. But the problem is that in most church organizations in the world, and I speak this 100% with certainty, what you have are false apostles, false prophets, false evangelists, false pastors who are no longer equipping people for the kingdom of God, but equipping them for the kingdom of Satan. You can take it to the bank that you had it from here because it just came like that. Let's continue. Verse 13. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Just a moment. The enemy knew that a strong church with apostles of God, prophets of God, evangelists of God, teachers of God, pastors of God, will be such a very strong church. But he brought in his Trojan horses and they have taken over most pulpits in the world. Otherwise, people like me would not have come out. I can assure you of that. When the highways of life are about to be destroyed. But when you have not Trojan horses in the God's church, you say, no, I'm calling those on the byways and highways. I need you to come because there's a problem. Because if you really had genuine men and women of God in most of church organizations in the world, there would be not so much evil in the world today. You can again take that to the bank. 
Next scripture, continue please, verse 14. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies. So clever, they sound like the truth. Praise the Lord. Why are we immature children today? Even after 30 years in the Lord, 50 years in the Lord. Why? Why are we tossed up and down by every new wind of doctrine and teaching? It's because of these false prophets and evangelists and pastors and Jews, whatever name they go by. They are not of God. You listen to them and listen to them. But God in his mercy has brought people like me and many others now who are shouting from the wind and they say, no, that is not the way. That is not the way. You are being misled. I know of a country in Africa somewhere where every day there are pastors who are preaching, promising one false prophecy or the other, and nobody ever challenges them. Countries are about to go into tribulation if they don't make right choices because those who claim that children of God are taking them into a great evil. They did it so many years ago, seven years ago. They're about to do it again with their tribalism. When you're a tribalist, you're not a child of God. When you're a racist, you're not a child of God. You can say it anywhere. If you're a racist, you're not a child of God. If you're a tribalist, you're not a child of God. Please tell that to that country and those pastors and preachers who 2015 went and claimed they were fasting for an Islamist. They brought Islamism in that country and the country is going to the doldrums and they cannot come and confess publicly that they sinned against God. They are about to make the same error again and when the evil comes worse than before, people will shout and say, why? Because those watching of God have been tossed by every wind of doctrine. We no longer believe the truth because we don't have to read the Bible. We are not part of that country. We are the kingdom of God in that country. Can we come as a kingdom of God and ask God to do his will? Rather than your tribal wills, rather than your racist wills, rather than your sexual wills, rather than your mammonic wills. I don't know what else to say. Carry this message if you happen to be from that country. Warn them the judgment is about to come. If they continue, and God will hold only those who have said that believers. Not unbeliever. The unbeliever doesn't know anything. He's ignorant. So the kingdom of God in that country must rise up and cry to God for his will to be done. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you always believe every prophecy you hear, you need to repent. That which you can hear in your closet, when you are praying to God, forget it. Who are the victorious ones? And these are the ones I'm about to speak to. The victorious ones are the ones who know that the battle has already been won. They know that they are hidden in Christ. And nothing can by any means touch or hurt them. They know. That's why we speak. You cannot do anything to me. You cannot do anything to those who are believed. And I'm not speaking to human beings, I'm speaking to the powers and principalities and powers. You can do anything, you can never win. Because he that is in me is greater than every of you in the whole world. You have failed this many years, I continue to fail. I continue to usher the truth from here and from wherever God puts me. 
victorious ones know that they're hidden in Christ. That's what I just said. Nothing can by any means hurt or touch them. The victorious ones know that as long as they are doing the will of God and not their own, God will see them through. So if you happen to have been known me many years, friends or family, whatever, forget it. If you are not speaking this language I'm speaking, there's no friendship. There's no friendship and there's no relationship. The victorious ones walk through life. Yes. They, whether in sickness or health, it doesn't matter. Whether adversity, poverty, rich, sickness, health, persecution, threats to their lives, the victorious ones still walk through life. They don't care about what else is happening because they know whom they have believed. And they know that I see him in eternity. Praise the Lord. Always mindful of God's word, which says, and they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony, they do everything to avoid sin and to avoid even disappearance. Because sin is a non sequitur. They know that the only way the enemies will penetrate the armor of God on their lives will get them to sin. They are separate from the world. That's what I just said about all my friends in my unbelieving days. No, we're not friends anymore. We're acquaintances. They know that God will not bless those who are struggling and consulting with the world under the influence of demons and evil spirits. Scripture, please. James, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 to 18. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from among the unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things. And I will welcome you, and I will be your father, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Praise the Lord for his word. The scripture we read is very self-explanatory. But many believers always gloss over it. We try to rationalize about our relationships and friendships. We can't fight that battle if we are friends with the world. That's why you lose the battle. That's why a little dream and you are quaking and panicking. A little thing and you are shouting and you are, you are strutting to see another human being to interpret a little simple dream that even God would have told you the moment you wake up what is there because you are not ready. That's why the victorious ones refuse to be friends with the world because they know the implication that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Scripture plays. James chapter 4 verse 4 You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Praise the Lord. You see, I didn't say it. It's God's word. If you are friends with the world, those who have not believed, I mean friends, you are not believers. Because if you are truly a child of God, you will know that you have only one friend, and that's Jesus Christ the Lord. 
Everyone else, unless those who have believed, and if they have believed, they are brothers and sisters in Christ. Even your wife or your husband, if you have believed, if she has believed, is also a brother and sister in Christ. So don't start talking to me about friendship. It doesn't exist. Friendship is a worldly term, and it's for the world. But for the kingdom, brothers and sisters in the Lord. Because Christ is the only friend. That's the only friend in the kingdom. Because his kingdom is here on earth. Those victorious ones are the children of God who are the kingdom on earth. Next Sunday, when we explicate on this, you get where I'm coming. That's what, wherever you belong, what country or tribe or tongue you belong. If you can get others who share the same viewpoint that you are children of God, but you are here on earth as not from here, but from up. Your prayers will be heard by God. But today we're going to sing a song. We all have to go back to the cross. Don't run from the cross. So I have some people say, when you reach the cross, then from there. No, no. The cross is where you remain till the day you see him in glory. Because it's only at the cross where the victory is. We'll always be at the, where the victory is. At the cross, that's where all humility is poured on you. When you realize that you, can't, you have not achieved anything on this earth. That none of us has achieved anything. I will achieve anything on this earth. If you're a child of God, you give all to Christ. Let him not be your Lord and Savior. Not just that today, but always. So I'm going to sing this song, Lead Me to the Cross. Praise the Lord. You can see on the bus, Savior, I come. Quiet my soul. And for all who have heard this message to the quiet their souls. Let them remember. Let them remember redemption's heal. Let them remember redemption's heal where your blood was spilled for our ransom. Everything I was held there, count it all as lost. Whatever you have achieved, I have achieved. The moment you gave your life to Christ, I lost. Forget them. Don't take your life back from them. Lead me to the cross where your love poured out. In pain, you have poured out your love. Bring me to my knees, Lord, I lay me down. Rid me of myself because I belong to you. Oh, lead me and lead all who are hearing this message. Lead us all back to the cross. You were as I, tempted and tried. Human, yes, because the world became flesh. You bore my sin and death. Now you are risen. Everything I was held there, I count it all as lost, dear God. Lord, lead us on the cross. Pray your love poured out for all who are hearing this message and will hear it in future. Bring us to our knees, Lord. We lay ourselves down for you, O God. Rid us of ourselves because we belong to you. 
oh Lord, I pray today, lead us back to the cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, thank you for your message to us. I'm praying, Lord, for your grace to abound to all who have had this message today. Forgive us our sins. We sinned in ignorance. We neglected you in ignorance. We failed to study the scriptures in ignorance. But today, ignorance is not an excuse. We are saying from this day, the message we have had is, we must go back to your word to hear directly from you and not from any human being. Help everyone who has had this message to know that they must go back to you. Studying the Bible on their own. And Father, as they do, I'm praying that you minister life to them. Refresh them anew, Lord, because the battle ahead is stiff. Even though you have won the battle, Lord, the enemy continues to tell us that the battle is not over. But the battle is over. All you have asked us is to be obedient. And we learn obedience by being at your feet. We learn obedience, Lord, by coming always in your presence and studying the word. And not listening to human beings. Many who have sold their souls to the devil. Deliver your children, Lord, from the bondage of wicked pastors, evangelists, that their prophets that the enemy has brought in to confuse and confound your people. Help them so they don't rely on any human being. But only on you, my Father, my God. Help them, Lord, to forget the world. To not be friends with the world in no matter what. Not to enter into accord with them. Deliver all and forgive, Lord. Open the eyes to this message to the Lord. And as many as we repent, Father, as He lead us back to the cross, may there be a new dawn, a new day in our lives. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father. May your grace and countenance be upon your people. May you lift them up, Lord. Touch them at their points of need. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. We'll see you next Sunday by His grace. Be praying for us as we pray for you.